Hey, 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 it's Brandon Beliso. It is Friday, September 24th here on the West Coast. I am Brandon Beliso as always. This is Success Never Sleeps, where we take your questions, where we work on different subjects and topics that help us as small business owners, martial arts school owners, move that needle to create our version of success personally and professionally. So today we're going to be focusing on rotating curriculum. I want to make sure that you put your questions in there. Start by telling us who you are, where you're tuning in from, all that good stuff. We love you. We love you. We love you if you can do that for me. And that way I can see all your cool comments. All right. I got you queued up here on my phone. I can see all your comments coming in. Let me put that there. Share your comments or share your questions. Thank God for technology. And once Marco comes aboard, he'll help us with that. So put in the name of your school, please, where you're tuning in from all that good stuff. I would be uber grateful if you can do that. And as always, we want to start the show by thanking all of our sponsors. And who do we have sitting up there? As you see right there, we've got my studio, simply the best CRM system out there. I was just on the East Coast for the My Studio Operations Summit, and the new features and stuff that's coming out with My Studio are simply phenomenal. The millions of dollars they're putting into this product to create something that will really help the small school owner is unequaled. Unequaled. We visited one of their locations in Fairfax, Virginia, where there's one person running it. One person, and they did 310000 last year, and they're going to move into like something like half a million this year with one operator, a couple of assistants and stuff for after school and camp. But fundamentally, when you walk into the school, there's no front desk, there's no front desk person, but there's a kiosk. And the kiosk allows you to grab information, schedule an intro, sign up for membership. Everything is app-based. I don't think we should be afraid of that. I know so many people are. What kind of customer service is that if you get rid of your front desk? I say the service happens on the mat, in the classes. It really does allow, finally, for the instructor to do what? Teach. Teach. And 99% of the people who walk through our door have already looked at us online, have already scheduled a trial class, they've already engaged in some type of text messaging, so already have begun to cultivate a relationship. So, and the other 2 to 3% that just simply walk in cold call, they will grab information, they will go home and digest it, they will do research, you know, via the internet on your company. So if somebody's walking in cold into your school, never been there before. Do you believe they're ready to sign up that day? I think not. But they will happily grab information in a low-pressure environment, take it home, digest it, and make the decision if they want to sign up for a trial or not. You feel me? So I, I don't feel guilty when I'm on that mat teaching away and somebody walks in. We'll go, hi, how you doing? And they'll look, they'll watch class, they'll grab information, go digest it. When they feel empowered, ready, and inspired to make that move, they will sign up for a class. Secondly, who do we have? Kids love life skills. We all need life skills in our school. We all need character development. But I learned a long, long time ago, just because I'm a black belt, that does not make me qualified to teach life skills. It simply doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I want you to be really mindful of that. We believe just because we teach life, we, we teach martial arts, we know life skills. I've put in thousands and thousands of hours of research, well over a decade now, to create Kids Love Life Skills. I'm very proud of it. It has helped impact schools all over the world, as many. Right now, we're up around 300 schools all worldwide. So I encourage you to take a look at that. Elsie Accounting, my sister, you know, she's been my lifesaver through all of this, and she continues to be. If you need a great bookkeeper, 
go with LC Accounting. And of course, Stephen Reinstein and Market Muscles. We have a Market Muscles website. We're averaging over 200 leads a month. Last month, we signed up a record 115 students between two locations. And I know Market Muscles is a huge factor. Well, a huge factor, definitely contributing to that. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So I want to see questions. Put your questions in there. And who's chilling with us today? Can you tell me who's chilling with us? Let me, let me come in here and take a look, see what rock stars are hanging out with me. Oh, man, it's been one of those weeks, you know. I've worked really, really hard. We've taught some amazing classes. Good. I see it right there, right there. All right, so we got a share going on there. And again, if you do have questions about rotating curriculum before I start screen sharing, put it in there. Put it in there. Cool. All right. I can see you guys there. Thank you. All right. Marco must be here. He's doing his thing. So I'm going to let Marco do his thing. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So what else do I got coming up? I got so many things coming up. And I'm uber grateful, as always, to be able to be here and share them with you. So this one's coming up in November. And, and I want to encourage you guys to please get signed up. It's for It's Time Live Change. We have a one-day, two-day, and four-day experience. The four-day is phenomenal. It is life-changing. I tell people that all the time. I have facilitated about, this is our seventh, eighth year of doing this. And it really is about you, right? You are your best investment. I can't express that enough. And by spending four days here, we spend time developing on a personal development level. We work on leadership. We work on curriculum. We work on our purpose. We work on our why. We work on our finances. We work on systems. We work on curriculum development. The whole nine yards. I think it's important for me as a small business owner that I'm not a jack of all trades. Quite the contrary. I'm a master of many things. To think that you can only master one thing of your life is insane. It's how much time you put into it. And it's very challenging for me when I work with school learners and they say to me, hey, man, you know, I'm really, really good at teaching. I don't care about business. I'm not a great businessman. Well, that's why you fail. Remember, once you open your doors in a brick and mortar location, you're no longer just a martial arts or a martial arts school owner. You're now a small business owner and you need to understand all the different moving parts of that and invest in your learning to help cultivate that. And as we begin to finally truly come out of this, I think the winter is going to be very tough with the variants and everything. But looking at 2022, I believe there's going to be some great movement in the martial arts industry. And those who are positioned, as they say, you have all your ducks in a row, you're going to be positioned for the type of growth. I know a lot of us are experiencing huge growth right now in our schools, but the things that plagued your school before this pandemic, poor leadership, lack of systems, lack of curriculum development, lack of social media, whatever that is, now that you're getting all these students through your door, this is going to rear its ugly head and it's going to be amplified 10 times and magnified. It will. So you might be getting 100 students through the door in the past couple of months, but they're going to go straight out the back door if your systems are weak. The goal is we want to grow our schools and we can't do that. We simply cannot do that unless all our ducks are in the row. So I know we're blinded by the light of all these new students coming through the door, but please pay attention to that. Pay real attention to everything going on internally in your school, because if those things aren't set up, the house of cards are going to fall. 
And I really, really say that passionately. So come to the one day, the two day, and the four day. Cool? And I'm sure Marco will post that in there for you. Good. Good, 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 good. All right. So I'm going to hop into this thing. I know everybody wants to do rotating curriculum. So I've got my slides up. I'm going to share this with you. Let me know. Put it in the comments, Marco. You can see these slides and you can still see me. Can you see me? Am I here? Am I here? Cool. All right. I see it. So this is rotating curriculum on success never sleeps. And, 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 and I, I want to share with you rotating curriculum. It took me maybe 30 years to finally get it. Honestly, I thought it was silly. I paid no mind to it. I thought it was just simply so one person could teach more students and make more money. The quality of the martial arts suffered, yada, yada, yada. That was just my ignorance and, and my unwillingness to open my mind to the potential of rotating curriculum. I'm a master of it now. Well over a decade, I've, I learned it over a decade ago from Roland Osborne, who, who schooled me on rotating curriculum. And all I've done is ramp up and ramp up and ramp up. I think I'm on about rotating curriculum 7.0 at this point. Cool? So the rotating curriculum mindset that really helped me move that needle, number one, you want to innovate your art, not abandon it. Okay, that's the big thing. You innovate it, but you're not abandoning it. And once I recognized that, because I love Kempo Karate, that I didn't have to abandon my art, guess what? All was well. And then the other thing was focusing on learning and comprehension. I think we've all gone to that seminar where a master steps on the mat and throws about a thousand techniques at you, and it feeds his ego. I understand he wants to share that he's knowledgeable or she is knowledgeable, but I'm really about learning and comprehension. And the reason I say that passionately, I fought for 20 years. Think about it, those of you who are fighters. You step into the ring. How many techniques do we really use? Three, maybe four? So it really comes down to taking what you teach and disguising the repetition. I'm able to teach one cross punch for 45 minutes and you'd never know it was the same technique twice. So that's really what Roland taught me too, was about making sure that we are disguising the repetition of the technique because that's what gets boring for kids. That's what gets mundane. But if you can take a technique and be able to teach it 50 different ways, you only need to teach one technique right? And it'll feel like 50. And then think reverse engineering, black belt to white. That was a big conversation I had with my instructor. I started with black belt, everything I did for my black belt test. And then I simply worked back, you know, putting the curriculum where it needed to be. I had that conversation with my instructor because I grew up with five belts, one belt every two years. Okay. Five belts, one belt every two years. Now, now we have 13 belts, we do six stripes every three months, and the fourth month is review and testing. I remember the conversation with my instructor went something like this. He said to me, hey, you know, how come you got all these belts and these stripes and these badges, and what's with all that stuff? I said, well, I think the better question would be, are you happy with our black belts? He said, yes. They do all the requirements that, you know, we're supposed to do for black belt. They're quality people. They're physically fit. Okay, great. So does it really matter how many belts I have? Does it really matter if I use stripes? No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And that was the big thing. And once I could share that with my instructor in that light, then he got it. Then the other analogy I shared, well, you know, we have five belts every two years, 10 years to black belt, right? Five big steps because one step every two years. So if I look at that as black belt is the top of the mountain, hypothetically, right? Is it better to take five giant steps to get to the top of the mountain or if I take a hundred little steps? 
Well, that's a no-brainer, right? It's 13 little steps are easier to manage. It's the same thing here. Short-term goal, I earn a stripe. Mid-term goal, I earn my next belt. Long-term goal, I earn a black belt. That is a conversation you could have with any student, every any parent, and it's very tangible. And I think it does create that emotional connection because we want to share with parents, you know, our kids as well as adults who train in the martial arts, by having goals and achieving goals, we increase our self-worth. Everybody with me? Who's with me on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And then so when Roland Osborne said, think reverse engineering black belt to white, back to the future, back to the future. I simply took all the requirements that we do to earn a black belt, and then I spaced them out. I spaced them out over a four or five-year uh, program that we have today. You got to review your curriculum consistently. We're doing that now with first degree, second, third degree, and trying to get on the same page. I feel that's where we're still weakest, but we'll get to that. Uh, we want to write systems to facilitate learning. That's the big thing. If you simply write systems for, for people to memorize a bunch of stuff, it's, it doesn't work. So when you write that system, I want you to learn this technique. I want you to be proficient at this technique because if I do, you are empowered. Okay, and then you want to write systems to train your team. My team is on the same page, white through black. There's not any given instructor that teaches it differently. Because when you get the student that comes up to you and says, well, Mr. So-and-so said to do it this way, then you need to train your team better. And you have to have a system to train them to do that. So at the end of every month, we have instructors training. Now, we do an instructor's training every week. Right. And that's just touching bases with the team, making sure they're tightening things up. Any questions about what we're teaching. But at the end of the month, we do a whole uh, instructors training with the instructors in training, the junior leaders, the assistant instructors, everybody. And we go over the stripes for next month. So that's the cool thing about it. Every year for us, it's the same same thing, any given time of the year. And the cool thing about that, we're simply getting better at administering this curriculum. We get better and we get better and we get better. And then, of course, the big one for me is train my team to teach better than me. I know our ego. It's our ego. I'm the master. Nobody can be better than me. They can't be better than me. Well, guess what? They are and they should be. If you train your team well, they should teach better than you. Oh, but I'm afraid they might leave me and open up a school a mile away. Pay them well. Take really good care of them, and odds are they'd rather stay with you than deal with the headache of opening a school and being a small business owner. And the big one for me was tip test every two weeks, not four. In kids' years, in kids' time, four weeks is forever. And the challenge with that one tip every four weeks that I see most of you do, your tips are overlapping. They're overlapping. You're normally teaching two stripes simultaneously, and it's very confusing. And the learning and comprehension level is diminished when you choose to do that. We choose to do one stripe every two weeks. That's all they do. They learn it the first week. The second week is the earning week. And that's it. It's a pretty simple platform, and it really facilitates learning at a higher level. Cool? Let me check in, make sure I can see uh, Marco Marco. Where are you at, Marco Marco? Looking for my comments. That's what I want to see. Where are those comments? want to make sure I'm not missing your questions on rotating curriculum. Go ahead and put them in there, folks. I would love you if you do, okay? Let's see if I can see it, Marco. Cool. All right, I can see it. Hey, Conrad, what's up at Respect Martial Arts? It was really good seeing you last week, Conrad. 
had such a good time with Conrad. Him and I hung out in in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. He's great company to hang out with. <laughs> cool. Adam Parker from the UK. What's up, Adam? James, what's happening, James? Share this, people. People need this, right? People need this. Okay, so and here was the, the, the big mindset shift for me. What if instead of ABC, ABC could equal CAB or BCA? Why not? Why not? See, because ultimately, that's just the sequence they gave it to us, right? A, B, C, D, E, F. Why can't it be? C, Z, X, P, Q, T, L. Why not? Because the bottom line is the order you learn the alphabet in doesn't matter when the practical use is to make words, sentences, paragraphs, stories, correct? And another analogy I saw somebody talking about at one of the groups, I thought it was kind of cool. Let's look at year one curriculum as a cake, okay? Does it matter where they start eating this cake, right? If I cut that into thirds, we'll call that four months, four months, and four months of the cake. Is it necessary to eat that piece of the cake before that piece of the cake before that? Not at all. Not at all. And I thought that an analogy was kind of cool as well. All right. Hey, Rebecca, what's happening? Okay. So the pluses and minuses of rotating curriculum. The pros, it allows one instructor to teach more students. And that was a big one for us. The, yes, the other day I taught a class with an assistant and we had 32 kids on the mat. Two, and it's, it's an effective way to grow a school beyond 100 students while still offering a quality curriculum. I was one. I was the head instructor with a couple of assistants running 450 students out of 2,200 square feet. It was crazy. I kid you not. But because of rotating curriculum, we shot up from 250 to 450 overnight because it really does allow you to teach at a higher level, at a higher level. The challenge with rotating curriculum is creating an age and skill appropriate curriculum that accommodates three belt levels in one class. Traditional curriculum must be adapted in order to fit a rotating curriculum. Again, does it matter? Because when you test for black belt, you do everything you that you did for black belt. So who cares how you administer, slice, or dice, or do any of that? The bottom line is there'll be the same black belt curriculum that you did when you tested for black belt, okay? And I think that's important for those of you that feel like me that really love their traditional curriculum, and it's something that that is valuable to you, right? That you want to keep, that you want to hold on to, that works for you, cool? And if you have a question, put it in there. Put it in there, put it in there. I, I'm, I'm monitoring the questions in this corner, and I know you're going to have them. Please don't hesitate to put them in there and share this. Share this broadcast with as many people as you can. We all need the subject. So here's my little graph, and this, this, this works really, really well. So the old way with a single belt, all right, when we had single belt classes, yellow belt was easy. Orange belt was challenging. Purple belt was difficult. So there's no way I could put a yellow belt, an orange belt, and a purple belt in the same class because that yellow belt could not learn purple belt because it was too difficult. And purple belt already knew yellow and orange, correct? Right? Under the old system. So why would a purple belt want to hang out with a yellow and an orange belt? Because that purple belt's already done the yellow belt curriculum. The purple belt's already done the orange belt curriculum. So he's on to something else. So 
Purple curriculum was too hard for orange and yellow to do, so we needed to design a curriculum that was age and skill level appropriate for all three belt levels in year one. Not too easy, not too hard. It had to be just right. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears, right? This porridge is too cold. This porridge is too hot. This porridge is just right. And the porridge that is just right can be eaten by the yellow belt, the orange belt, and the purple belt. Okay, everybody with me? Give me a comment in there. Let, let me know that, that you're comprehending this. Give me a comment. Let me know. And I see more people coming aboard. As you come aboard, do say hi. I know this can be very overwhelming and daunting. So ask those questions. So now, if I stop to look, year one has yellow belt, orange belt, and purple belt in it. Whereas... The curriculum's not too hard for yellow belt, but not boring and easy for purple belt. Year two becomes more challenging, and that's another three belt levels. Year three becomes difficult, and those are three more belt levels. All right? Everybody with me on that? Put it in the comments. So, what it came down to then, all right, how much curriculum can I teach in a two-week period? Because for us, week one is learning week. Week two is earning week. Why? Because I don't count on you practicing at home because I am not in control of that variable. I have no control over whether you practice or not. Okay? So how much can you teach in two weeks? If we do one stripe every two weeks, which is what I recommend, so you're not doing two stripes simultaneously, your curriculum's not overlapping, and I've witnessed that. I've gone into schools where you, you're working on three stripes simultaneously. At the end of a certain amount of time, you get this stripe. It is very hard to administer curriculum that way. It confuses the parent. It confuses the student. You walk into our school, say it's yellow stripe. Week one, we are learning it and drilling it. Week two, we are still drilling it and tipping out. Okay? Now, how does this work? One stripe every two weeks. Two classes per week, correct? Most kids are coming two times per week. The average class is 45 minutes per class. Now, there's the A-B day. We've all heard of that. A day and B day. So, let's say hypothetically, week one. A day is curriculum, that's Monday. B day, that's Wednesday, that's sparring. So that's 45 minutes of curriculum. They come in week two. A day is 45 minutes of curriculum. B day is 45 minutes of sparring. So if you add the two A days together, you have 90 minutes in a two week period to teach, practice, and stripe test in class. 90 minutes. Stop and think about that. 90 minutes. Hey, Adam, we're a challenge to transition, but now it works so much better. Yeah, transitioning is a little challenging. And, and for us, the way that worked, and I'll share that in a moment when I get to the other slide, how we were able to implement that in a school that was already running. If it's a brand new school, it's easy. Everybody's a white belt. So we all start on stripe number one, yellow stripe. But when you got multi-levels, that changes dramatically, okay? So let's stay together with this. We, we all got it. 90 minutes in a two-week period to teach, practice, and stripe test. Okay, so the answer, how much curriculum can you teach? Three to eight moves. That's it. 
The average person may only be able to hold three or four things in mind at once. And this is scientific. The average person can complement and hold three to four moves in their mind at once. Hmm. So keep that in mind. Three to eight moves, okay? So here's kind of things the way they roll. Week one, we do a warm-up, a stretch, a mat chat, and a game at the end of the class. So now we have 30 minutes to teach new curriculum, not 45, 30 minutes. Week two, we review for 20 minutes and test out for 10. That's it. And that's how tight it is. So my team knows what to do. They watch the clock. They drill, drill, drill. They leave time for testing. It's very systematic. Cool? All right. So here's kind of like what a three-month cycle looks like. Cool? So January, stripe one and two. February, stripe three and four. March, stripe five and six. April, makeup stripes, review, and testing. Cool? Now, the reason that fourth month of makeup stripes, review, and testing made all the difference in the world for us, I'm going to tell you why. Because we don't do a big belt testing every quarter. We don't. It's inconveniencing for parents. And I remember the story. I was speaking at a graduation, and it was in this big, giant gym. And there's maybe, I don't know, a couple hundred students, you know, another three, four hundred families all together. And I'm standing by the side of the bleachers waiting to speak. And this thing went on for a couple of hours. And I looked at the guy to the left of me and he was shuffling. And he was obviously very irritated and he's texting somebody, right? Then finally he gets on the phone and he says something to the effect of, you know, I don't know, man, we've been here for a couple of hours. He stood up and he did a couple of kicks and he's sitting down. Now they're doing some slideshow for some black belt thing. And what I realized was his son was earning his yellow belt. Now, that's a horrible experience for that parent. You know why? Because they're not invested yet. They don't need to sit there and watch the black belt extravaganza. They don't need to watch everybody else test. They need to test, get his yellow belt and go home. And that's not what they chose to do. And so I saw that as a huge disconnect alone right there, right there. So we don't inconvenience our parents. We do all the testing in class. Right now, we're at about 877 students between two locations. So it's very important that we utilize a whole month to review, do makeup stripes, and testing. So testing's happening every week. And because we have six different colored stripes on somebody's belt, we walk around with a Sharpie. I kid you not. We have a Sharpie like this. And we walk around and we sign the stripe. So we can be able to look at their belt, see all six stripes, see that stripe number one and two are signed. So that kid has stripes, you know, four more to get done. There is no paperwork in our school at all for belt testing because we don't charge for it remember i don't charge for belt testing in our schools so we have no paperwork we simply have class we can assess everybody's belts right there in real time in class oh you have stripes one two three and we're in review review month so you need to make up stripes four five six and get them earned, review, and tested by the end of the month. So by having that whole month of makeup stripes, reviewing is important because people are learning to master things. And testing, we're able to accommodate 877 students. Cool? Questions? Put them in the comment. Any questions? 
I know this is a mind-boggling. I watch the numbers go up and down. People hop on, people hop off. People hop on, they hop off. I was the same way too, folks. But I'm going to tell you, if you make this investment and really learn rotating curriculum, and I've worked with Shotokan schools, Jiu-Jitsu schools, Kung Fu schools in, in developing their curriculum, it's going to make all the difference because you can train your team better. They're going to get better at it. Your parents are going to know what's going on and your students see a clear path from white to black belt. I mean, gone are the old days where we walk onto the mat and tonight my instructor decides he's really freaking tired. So what does he say? Everybody gear up. We're going to spar. You can't do that. You can, but your school will not grow. I need to see a clear path to black belt. I need to have clear and tangible goals. Cool? Jason Swanson, no big testing events. Do you have a graduation instead? No, Jason, sir, we don't. At the end of every class, during that whole review and testing month, somebody's earning a belt. So let's say, take a look at this here, right? Stripes one, two, three, four, five, six. We start April. Guess which stripe we begin testing on? Stripe six. Because that's the newest one. That's the one they know the best. And we'll systematically work backwards, six, five, four, three, two, one. And by the end of April, we're giving out belts in week three. At the end of the class, we're graduating handfuls of kids, handfuls of kids. And by the end of April, everybody's graduated out. Because if we really, really think about it, what matters most is white and black belt. Now, black belt is a four-hour test, sometimes five. Parents are present. If they want to bring food, they can. It's all done in one day. That's a little different environment. But white to yellow, it's not a big deal. If you really think about it, when my child went from kindergarten to first grade, there was no graduation ceremony. When he went from first to second grade, there was no graduation ceremony. He went from second to third. There was a graduation ceremony when he left middle uh, elementary school. There's a graduation ceremony when they leave middle school and go to high school. There's a graduation ceremony when they leave high school. But I'm a freshman in high school. Is there some big graduation when I go to my sophomore year? No. Right? We're the only industry that does that. And I understand why they do that. They do that so they can get more leads and they can get more students. Well, I'm here to tell you this. When somebody goes to your graduation, they aren't there to sign up for martial arts. They're there to take pictures of their kids, et cetera, et cetera. When the day is done, they see them do these martial arts moves every day in class. What's important for me as a parent and for social media, I get a picture of you awarding him his belt and... I'm able to use that for social media. Cool? So as far as that angle, it's changed things dramatically. And what are we about? Convenience. That's why we use my studio, the app. It's convenient to a parent. I look at it all the time, and I see people signing up 9.30 at night, 10 at night, 10.30, from the convenience of their home. Cool? So we've eliminated that. We don't do any of that. Any of it? Any of it. And we just only do a big graduation for Black Belt. Cool? Conrad, any challenges with a student remembering information that was taught at the beginning of the cycle when they try to remember the, at the end of the cycle? No, absolutely not. Because if we fundamentally think about it, aren't we just building upon a technique, building upon a technique? So as a white belt, they learn the front kick, right? They learn the front kick. Well, guess what? We're doing a kata. And this kata, the guy grabs me, I trap his arms, I break his elbow. Oh, there's the front kick. 
So we're using these techniques in different sequences, Conrad, but fundamentally what we learn as a beginner, we've built upon. So no, other than the memorization, Conrad, it's not so much an issue. So what do we do to help shore that up though? Because that's a valuable point, right, Conrad? We come to review testing month. Ooh, I know stripe six really well because we just finished with that, but I haven't done stripe one for almost three months. Okay, let's say, hypothetically, your curriculum is designed that way, where stripe one is totally different and it doesn't build upon it by stripe six. Okay, that's fine because what we have in place, number one, we have instructional videos, not demo videos. We have instructional videos, meaning to say, we taught this in class. Everybody is struggling with rechambering the kick say hypothetically, I'm going to make sure in the instructional, I highlight how to rechamber that kick right. And then at the end of the instructional video, we say, here's the demo of it. This is how you have to perform this in order to earn your stripe. So the curriculum videos, which are conveniently on our app, throw it up on an iPad, right? You can Apple TV it. It's perfect. Another thing we do at the end of every month, you do a makeup stripe workshop, Conrad, and that's powerful as well. It's free, it's added value, and they can do that as well. And if you need a third level, and we don't do this anymore since COVID and everything, but we would have a 8 a.m. practice class on Saturday so kids could come in and practice. The key thing is to have different things in place to make sure that's a valuable question, Conrad. How, how are they going to be able to do stripe number one if they haven't seen it for three months? right? You could also throw it in the warm-up. We've done that too. All right, we're going to warm up with stripes one, two, three, four, five, and we're on stripe six. You can do that too, sir. There's many ways to facilitate that, but we have found that because it's only a three-month window, and most of the time, stripe two builds on stripe one, stripe three builds upon one and two on up, that the memory recall is pretty easy. And they've done that technique in some variation in stripe two, three, four, five, and six, so it's not really an issue. You with me on that? Everybody with me? Cool? Yeah. And also, Jason, by, I mean, uh, Conrad, by starting with stripe six, which they seem to fly through six and five and four, we actually end up with a, like an extra week or two to do stripes one, two, three. You follow me on that, Conrad? Yeah. So I hope that helps. Okay. So now, how does it work? And we use this wheel and we give this to our parents. And they dig it. So let me kind of read through it with you and, and put in your questions as we go along. So number one, for example, let's say a student enters level one as a yellow belt. Okay? They begin earning, learning any given stripe on the wheel based upon when and where they enter the level. All three belt levels within level one will be learning the same stripe at any given time. So look at the wheel for a minute. There's yellow stripe one through brown, brown stripe six. Now notice it's yellow, 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 because still we fundamentally, stripes one through six is yellow belt. Stripe seven through 12 is yellow orange belt. Stripes 13 through 18 are orange belt. But if I say I come into this as a yellow belt and say we're working on this third cycle, look at yellow stripe, 13 through 18, okay? 13 through 18. So there's yellow stripe 13. Everybody in class, say hypothetically, we're on green stripe 15, okay? We're in the third cycle. I'm a yellow boat. I'm going to learn green stripe 15, blue stripe 16, red stripe 
17, and brown stripe, 18. Wow, we come into review and testing month. Uh-oh, I'm missing yellow stripe, 13, orange stripe, 14. Not an issue, right? Not an issue because in that whole review month, they will learn and earn stripes 13 and 14 because we're going to be reviewing on it, right? And they're going to test out and move into the next belt and cycle with everybody else. You with me on that? You with me? So looking at the wheel, this way, the only reason we went with six colors, because otherwise it looked like a rainbow. And at the time, we could only get six different colors. So in our school, you'll see a yellow stripe one, a yellow stripe seven, and a yellow stripe 13. Those are three different cycles, right? And so we just chose six different colored stripes and they have numbers on them. You follow me? Everybody with me? Yeah, I hope you are. I know this can be daunting, but it makes a huge difference. Huge difference. The only thing that can happen is when a white belt comes into level one, guess what they do? They automatically look at yellow stripe one. That's human. So you got to be very mindful when a white belt comes into the level one, they need to know, are we on stripes one through six? Are we on stripes seven through 12? Or are we on stripes 13 through 18? And this represents a whole year of curriculum, right? One through six, three months, fourth month review, okay? Stripes seven through 12, second three months, fourth month review. And then stripes 13 through 18, third month. Now, somebody said to me, and follow me on this, they go, well, one month is a long time for review and stripe testing and blah, blah, blah. I said, no, well, let's take a look at this. Let's say stripes one through six is January through March. Guess what? April is spring break. So you roughly have three weeks to review, do makeup stripes and testing. Everybody with me? Okay, then we start in May with yellow stripe seven. We go all the way in through to what? August, right? May, June, July. August is back to school and last minute vacations. So you don't get a whole month really. And then guess what? We start September with yellow stripe 13. Guess what happens? Review and testing and makeup stripes is in December. So we have Christmas break, the holidays and all that. So it was strategically done that way because you don't really get a full month. Everybody with me on that? Who's with me? Yeah, and as you can see, this is very well thought out. I love rotating curriculum. I've invested a lot of time and effort into it. Cool? Everybody got this wheel? Yeah, this wheel made a huge difference for our parents because the problem when I show it like this, this is very linear. So the parent sees it in a very linear fashion. Yeah, the diagram is great. And, and you know what you can do, Adam? You can do this diagram in six stripes around a wheel. You can do that too, right? Instead of all 18. But level one represents one year of learning. So these stripes one through 18, that is one year of learning. You, know, you may not want to overwhelm your parents with that and simply do a wheel with six different colored stripes on it. Because that could be confusing, right? That could be confusing. All right, so now if I look at it linear like this, the other thing is, and, and I have this grid, I put it in our disruptors group. Go into our disruptors group, look under files, there's a blank grid, white through black belt, white through black. But here's an example, this is year one, okay? Year one. What I was able to do when I laid things out, if you look now, we have a kata, there's red and brown, right? 
it takes a long time to teach kata, so we had to divide them up over two stripes, all right? So, set one, one to ten counts. That would be yellow stripe one. The next two weeks is still set one, but now we're doing the other side of set one. But see, I was able to put sparring, look at sparring, right? There's sparring there on the far right. There's blocks, there's kickings, there's, there's everything. It's so balanced now. It's not like you sit there for three months and do one weapon. You do three months of sparring, then you do three months of forms. And I know a lot of schools like to do that. The challenge with that, with, is that, is that they will forget the other curriculum. If I have katas in every three-month cycle, and all katas are variations of the theme, they stay familiar with it. Look, at there's a kicking set, right? We have front and back kick in there, okay? We have a blocking in that year. We have sparring in that year. We have self-defense in there. So it's a very balanced year, and we found that it helped us create better martial artists that were more well-rounded, more well-rounded. Um, originally in our system, as a white belt, you learn three different forms. One of those forms was so hard that the attrition at white belt is phenomenal. And I asked my instructor, why is it so hard? He said, so we can weed out the weak. And I was confused by that because I think it's our job to help people become strong. Now, the, and the, this is how we did this. We have a kata that was taught to white belts that now sits in year four. Year four. Bottom line, they'll still do it for black belt. So it doesn't matter if that kata sits in year one, year two, year three, year four. It doesn't matter at all. At all. Okay? So when you lay out your grid and you've got everything from white to black, this is a year worth of material. A year, and what, what is it? What is it fundamentally? Three to eight moves. So let's take a look at set number one, right? Set number one goes like this. Cover back. Step and punch, that's two different moves. Double punch, that's three different moves. Cover back, oh, that's the same move, right? Horse stance. So we have how many different moves? One, two, three, four. Repeated. Step back and punch, that's different. That's five different moves. Double punch is the same. Step forward and cover, that's a different move. So we're up to six different moves. Horse stance. See? Three to eight moves. Everybody with me? Did everybody get that? Everybody get that? I hope so. Did you get that? All right. So it's three to eight moves. They can comprehend. You can drill, drill, drill. They can learn it and be able to earn a stripe in two weeks. That's really what this is all about. Something like four-point sparring. Look at the upper right-hand corner of level one. Four-point sparring techniques, okay? It's a round kick. This is one move. They're going to learn a round kick, and there's so many. And then they're going to do it 10 times on the other side. Then they're going to switch, and they're going to do 10 back fists on this side, and they're going to do 10 back fists on this side for technique number two. It's fundamentally four different techniques because the left-right brain, when I do it with the left hand, I'm using the right brain. When I do it with the right hand, it's the left brain. So fundamentally for a student, that's four different moves. That's not a round kick on each side. A round kick on the left side is completely different from a round kick on the right side in the way the brain comprehends. So that was four different moves. See, so when we designed our curriculum, we were ever mindful of that. Everybody with me? I hope you're with me on that. Because people will say to me, wow, man, that's all they're going to do for 10, two weeks? 
right? We have that one there. You see it? Front and back kick, blue stripe. So it's just a front kick and a back kick. And then you have to do it on the other side, front kick and a back kick. Well, that's four moves. That's four moves. And they learn the front kick as a white belt, so we're still building upon it. You see where I'm going with that? It's not how much you teach. It's how well you teach what you teach. So we're ever mindful of that. So this grid sits in the disruptors. You can take that grid and make sure, good, I'm glad you got that, Conrad. All right, so again, the curriculum cycle looks like this. Month one, yellow and orange. Month two, green and blue. Month three, red and brown, right? And then month four, review, makeup stripes, and testing. And again, strategically, if that's January, February, March, month four, spring break. Spring break, so you don't get a whole month, right? Then after that, what do we have? May, June, July, and then the fourth month is August. Last minute vacations back to school. Then we have September, October, November, and December is, you know, holidays and, and uh, winter break, see? So they don't actually get a whole month. And this has worked phenomenally in our retention and getting everybody to their next belt level. But see, it's important to me that we make sure they're quality martial artists. So all these things are put in place because of that. My instructor said, you have all these belts. Remember, I don't charge belt testing fees. Every belt we put in there is to help bridge the gap in their learning experience. Hold those values. We want great martial artists. Cool? We want great martial artists. That's super important to everything we do. All right. So, and we give this to the parents. The parents get this one. How to earn your stripe. Number one, attend classes regularly. That's it. And I am not, I'm sorry, at this point where we're at, we're not into time-based testing, right? So what that means, time-based testing. Time-based testing. At the end of three months, they come to class with all six stripes. And because they've earned all six stripes, they automatically graduate. Okay. For me, we want to get our kids conditioned for school. All right. They take a lot of tests in school, but isn't there always a final at the end of the semester? Ah, are you with me? And that's what we share with our parents. That's why I am not particularly fond of time-based testing. Could you imagine if all I did was show up to class, show up to class, show up to class, show up to class, and because I come to class, I get an A. I put in the time. So I should get an A. I don't think so. You know, you, t you come to class, you take pop quizzes, da-da-da-da-da, and at the end of the semester, you have a final. That's why I still stand on people testing. Testing is part of life. It will always be there, and it's something I believe we should hold on to. Otherwise, our kids aren't going to be prepared for the real world. Schedule makeup classes as needed. This is a big one. You know my white belt schedule, six days a week. Year one, four days a week. Year two, three days a week. Year three, because by the time you get into year three, you are committed to me. So if I put your class on Tuesdays and Thursdays at five o'clock, guess what? You're more than likely to adjust your schedule to accommodate that. If I'm a brand new student, I don't know you from Adam. I'm not invested in you. I need flexibility. So as white belts, you can come six, you, you have six opportunities during the week. So if you miss your class, you can do a makeup class. So I highly recommend that everybody have makeup classes in their schedule. Cool? Cool, cool, cool? All right. Now, you want to make sure 
that they learn one stripe every two weeks. And where this became super, super important is with a brand new student. So in our school, we do one free trial class and you sign up for a regular membership. But we both know that the attrition rate is high between zero and three months, three to six months, six to nine. If you get them past month 18, they're probably going to be with you longer. But we know zero to six months is pretty heavy. So I want to make sure in the, their experience of month number one, they've earned two stripes. That's tangible, right? Parents sees progress. You have two different colored stripes on your belt. They know it takes six to earn their next belt. They're almost halfway there. In that month also, they would have learned, earned three different life skill badges. They get family when they sign up, which they earn at home, the family life skills badge, and odds are in the beginning class, they'll go through focus and confidence. So they have three badges on their uniform. They have two stripes on their belt. They have all the student discovery sheets that the parents use at home to administer the life skills as well. So you see where I'm going with this? We want to create that experience. And if I, as a parent, can see some tangible way that my kid's progressing, even though I don't know the difference between karate and kung fu and judo and whatever, guess what? I'm more likely to want to keep my student, my child in your class. Cool? I walk into schools where this kid doesn't get a white belt for a month. I don't, I don't believe in earning a white belt. It's a white belt. That's me again. Some schools will make you earn their white belt. Rock and roll, more power to you. But that's just not how I choose to do it. And we've been able to keep our retention high. We're able to seamlessly move from in-person to online and retain 75% of our students. That's pretty phenomenal. That's because the curriculum is, so, is delivered in such a way that the goals are clear, the expectations are clear, the tools are in place to help them become successful. All right. Practice the learn stripe with the instructional videos. For me, that's that's monumental. That's monumental that somebody can pick up their phone, go right into it, hit it and open it. And my parents know that at the end of every class, all they have to do is ask the instructor, what stripe should my child practice? That's easy, ma'am. Go to level one, green stripe three. That's simple, right? The language is not okay. No, no. Um, so what should my child practice for the next class as I'm trying to run into the next class? Well, you know, we're working on this form and they got to go like this and they're doing this and it's called ripping the tiger of the panther on the left Sunday of, you know, and the parents looking like, what the heck are you talking about? It's simple. Pull out your phone, look at your app, click on the books in the corner, level one, green stripe three. And that's super important, right? Schedule makeup classes as needed. I put it there twice on purpose, on purpose, because if they don't attend the makeup class, they fall behind. If they fall behind, they lose confidence. If they lose confidence, they want to quit. Okay. Attend the weekly practice class. We don't have that right now because of COVID, but that Saturday morning, 8 a.m. practice class, it would be raining in the cold of winter. And that school is packed. It's teaching kids to go the extra mile and have work ethic. Attend the monthly scheduled workshop. There it is again. Purchase private lessons as needed. The bottom line is earn one stripe every two weeks. One of the big phenomena that has come out of COVID is we now offer 15-minute free virtual private lessons. You're allowed one a week. That's like what we, in the old days, we used to tell the child, show up 15 minutes before class and I'll work with you. Remember that? Show up 15 minutes before class and I will work with you. 
It's the same thing, but they never have to leave the house. So the convenience of logging on and spending 15 minutes, concentrated 15 minutes on the stripe they're struggling with, makes a huge difference in retention. Huge difference in retention. You with me on that? Give me a thumbs up in the comments if you get that, please. All right. And then also we found through the pandemic, our paid private lessons have quadrupled. Sometimes people would spend 40 minutes driving to us for a 30-minute private. Doesn't make sense. It just simply does not make sense. So through the pandemic, the, our, our revenue for private lessons have quadrupled. Quadrupled. So we'll always keep virtual private lessons. We'll always keep the 15-minute virtual privates. The wonderful thing about the 15-minute virtual private also came out of this scenario. You have that parent sitting there in the waiting area, right? You're teaching the class. Their kid is struggling, struggling with the curriculum being taught. You can see dad sitting there, jaw clenched. My kid hates this. It sucks. Because the parent feels like their kid looks inadequate. And no parent wants their kid to look inadequate, right? And this kid's struggling. And he's just stewing over this for 45 minutes, watching their kid struggle. Ah, we're quitting. This place sucks. You know what he does now? Because the parent wants to take action. The parent wants to feel empowered, right? So all they do is they sit there before it gets to that boiling point of I want to quit. I want my parents to be conditioned with the automatic reaction of, oh man, oh man, my kid's struggling. No problem. Let me whip out my phone. Do, 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 schedule private. Good. I'm a good parent. I did my job. I got him a 15-minute private. So Johnny walks off the floor. Dad says, hey, no problem, son. I just booked you a 15-minute private online, and they're going to help you with that. One more tool that my parents now have that we use via my studio. Cool? Everybody good on that? All right. Let me get out of this. Whew. And as you can see, I love rotating curriculum. I love it. No, no, no. I love rotating curriculum. I love it a lot. It's revolutionized what we do. But for me, I think the reason I love it so much is because it hasn't compromised the quality of our martial arts. If anything, it's made it better. Because, you know, in the old day, an instructor walks on the mat, and whatever he feels like teaching, he teaches. That's simple. That's all it was. That's why those martial arts schools 20, 30 years ago, 100 students. Those same martial arts schools 20, 30 years later, 100 students. I love our Kenpo Karate, and it is a dying art. It is dying. Our version of Kenpo Karate is dying. I can say with all graciousness that we have continued that legacy. When I'm dead and gone, these schools will run. I'm, I have my exit plan. I know who's taking over. All of it. So I know Kempo will live on for at least another 30 to 40 years. And if my team going forward does their job, they'll find other people to make this their lifestyle and continue that path. Cool? All right. So what questions do you have? Put them in there. Put them in. Put them in. And while you put your questions in, I want to take the opportunity to thank my sponsors, my studio, Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting, Market Muscle. Look for their link in the comments. You need Kids Love Life Skills. I'm telling you, you need it. You need it. My studio is a no-brainer. Market Muscle is a no-brainer. These are all people I love. These are all people I not only love, but I value and respect greatly. What they bring to me as a person, as a human being, because you know me, I'm all about the relationship. It's the relationship. 
relationship. And with all four of these companies, I have relationships that I value greatly and I believe in the services that they offer. Cool, cool, cool. Put those questions in if you got them, folks. And I know this is daunting. That's why this will be recorded. It'll be available on podcast as well as it will be available here at uh, Facebook. The podcast, of course, it's just audio, so you don't get to see all of this, uh, so you may want to watch it. Again, it's Time Life Change with me and Sam On. If you don't know who Sam On is, he's created millionaires out of a bunch of us in the martial arts industry as far as our retirement goes, our investment account. And the thing unique about Sam, he owns one school, 120 students. He is a multi-millionaire. And the reason I think it's so valuable to have Sam at It's Time Live is because Sam, I want to say, epitomizes the school owner that doesn't want multiple locations. Not every one of us want multiple locations. I'm happy with two. I'll open more if my team wants it and needs it so they can create a lifestyle conducive to their version of success. But Sam has taught me, take the money you make, invest it, and let that passive income generate you revenue. And that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So with Sam, though, we're not going to broadcast Sam live. There will be a live stream for It's Time Life Change. But for Sam's portion, he does not want to be recorded. That's a done day. So if you want to get Sam live and in person, you need to sign up for the two-day or you need to sign up for the four-day. Cool? Cool, cool, cool? All right. Any questions? Do we have any questions? No? No questions? You mean I've done my job? Well, not quite. So I also have my It's Time group mentoring. I encourage you to be a part of that. It's only $99 a month. Uh, we just finished rotating curriculum last month. This month we're working on storytelling and creating content that engages. Each month is a different subject. You can come in for a month, leave after that, whatever you may want to do. It's a month-to-month -month subscription. Cool, cool, cool. And then, of course, I have podcasts now. We have Success Never Sleeps as well as my meditation podcast, Mindful Meditations. It's on all the major platforms. If you miss an episode, go back and watch it via podcast. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Marco. Oh, wait. There's group mentoring. Do we have a winner today? So the winner, you're going to win the group mentoring. You're going to get one month of being part of our group mentoring. We have a private Facebook page. We do a couple of Zooms a month and we really get into it. I mean, watching it after the fact is not nearly the same as the magic of being there in our group Zoom mentoring meetings. They're powerful. There's a lot of information. We discover a lot of miracles through conversation and I can't say enough about it and the people that choose to be there. Cool? All right. So who's our winner today? Our winner is Adam Parker. Adam, you're the winner. He, Adam's out of the UK. Um, Adam's brilliant. I love him. I do. I love Adam. And I can't wait to see him in person. Um, Adam, you're the winner. You're the winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right. So as you can see, I'm tired. My voice is hoarse, but I wanted to give this to you. I know it's overwhelming. Rotating curriculum is daunting. But once you get your head wrapped around it, once you get things going, it's going to make all the difference, all the difference in what you do. I, I, I can't say that enough, but you have to spend the time doing it. Like growing any great business, think like a farmer, right? Everybody wants quick fix, instant gratification, give it to me now. I encourage you to stop that. Whether it's investing, whether it's growing a business, you see somebody come across social media, get you a hundred leads in five days and you'll be ABC, run. 
A great business person, a great entrepreneur understands success is something you build minute by minute, day after day, month after month, year after year. It takes time. Same thing with rotating curriculum. That's why one of it is always reviewing it, always reviewing it. But make no mistake, rotating curriculum is the path to scaling and monetizing your business. It truly is. And it will not compromise the product. If anything, it improves the product because we all agree. And that was one of the big things at the My Studio Operations Summit. We all recognize the key product is the martial arts classes we deliver. And if it's not tight and right, I don't care what kind of salesmanship, social media guru you have working for you. You'll get 10 people in the front door, 10 will go right out the back. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Hey. I am Brandon Beliso. I want to thank everybody for being here today. Thank you to Marco for help posting things as we go along. Please invite people to our disruptor group. I'm giving away a free t-shirt for disruptors. Invite people to our live your best life group. And we're giving away a copy of my book signed, 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 signed. So get signed up. It's Time Life Change next month, November 13th through the 16th, right here in Millbury, California, five minutes from the airport, five minutes walking distance. It is simply, unlike anything in our industry, it is a discovery, four days, personal development, leadership, rotating curriculum, branding, culture, everything you need to create a successful business. And for that, I'm grateful to offer you that. Cool? All right. I'm Brandon Bleasel. This is Success Never Sleeps. Until I talk to you again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life.